one. Keep going. Are you fighting with Bobby now? No, no, I'm just not touching it now. Welcome to the show. We've got a great day. We've got a great day for you. Mm -hmm. Great day for America. Mm -hmm. Is yours working? No. So were you? It was Robert. Okay. I'm not playing footsies over here. Today on Five Live, don't grease up that hole in your kitchen sinks. <laughs> That's the whole tease. That's it. <laughs> That's what you gave me. I'm barely. Till one day you write them. It was ten seconds ago because you were so stuck on correcting Robert's interview. No, I was working on my buzz actually. But yes, you're right. Uh, the, the, that's it. Don't grease up the hole in your kitchen sinks. I'm so excited for whatever that story is. Yeah, and we knew the LA County Recorder loved the world's favorite local news streaming talk, game, and chisme show. We're feverishly <laughs> refreshing our browsers as updated election results are 30 minutes away. Other stuff, too, is coming up oh, later so in nice the show. show. I didn't get to it. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? Oh, no. No good deed. Uh, no. Next time, I'm just going to leave them blank. Well, no sometimes it's better to just leave. <laughs> just let it. Andy's incorrect everybody thing, mode today, so die. let's just let it happen. Plus, we're talking with an expert today regarding the oh, big see, old... Oh, see, not an expert. I don't know. What? I'm just trying to find what? a reason to correct you. <laughs> he just was tripped me up entirely. We're speaking with someone today who is here to shine some light on the Bitcoin debacle that we're witnessing with FTX and Binance, two of the world's largest crypto exchanges. Very fun, in my opinion. Samantha might be bored out of her mind, but I'm sorry. So, there you go. I didn't, what? <laughs> <laughs> it is Thursday, November That's, 10th, 20. You know what? I'm not going to help you with your script for your interviews <laughs> in the future. I won't correct the lower thirds. I'm not going to try to write teases. Sometimes I'm like, why do I go to work today? It's just for Today's entertainment. One of those for, the five, for the 5 p.m. entertainment to hit, obviously. Yes. It starts right? Look over there. It starts right now. From the Glen Walker Studios in Hollywood, California, it's KTLA 5 Live on this oh, oh, oh. Thursday. Oh, there he is! I was like, we were talking earlier, like, Robert, do your laugh. I do this word cough. Do your cough at me. I do this word cough when I just got something like weird, like dry in my throat. And Andrew says I sound like a robot. No, so no, no, I, no, I just no, recreated no. it for him right now. It's so, great. It's know. like cough, 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 cough. It's like a, like a, like, you know, in French cartoons, and the dog barks and it's like, bruh, bruh. I don't know what that's going. You know, it's like we see a thing in a different. Never mind. In a different language. And it's yeah. like, yeah, it's like and it has like a. It's, and it's like, oh, that's funny. It's just that's a how sound they say effect, that in, but like that's how they say that yeah. thing in different languages. This is how they cough in Robert, apparently. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Did you hear it yesterday? <laughs> no. You have never heard him do it? I've heard him do it. It's really funny. You can find me on Instagram at KTLA Sam and on Twitter at Samantha Cortese. How are you? Good. I'm Andy Reese. You can find me on the internet at AndyKTLA. Hi. I'm Bobby. You can follow me on Instagram at sounds like Bobby. You can follow all of us at KTLA Five oh, Live as well. That's rough. Yeah, there we go. And um, we're on Twitter now at KTLA Five Live on Twitter. We have a podcast now. Twitch. You can find wherever you listen to podcasts. Not yet. Oh, not yet. But oh, um, you have an OnlyFeed, right? <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I might. I'm considering retiring. It. My subscribers have oh. gone down substantially ever since the FTX collapse happened. I don't know what the what was your last there fruit. Is. Um, Are you Justin, sure it wasn't because you're so. missing a toe now? <laughs> <laughs> I actually met this dog who has an extra toe. He has like six toes on his paw, and it's uh -huh. so weird because it just like sticks out The one out that like hangs? That. 
No, it's not the one not that hangs. The one it's that an hangs. actual, like, an actual extra, extra one. Right. And they're like, oh, it's because he's going to be a big dog and he needs extra support. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that's it, but maybe that should have been clipped <laughs> off. Um, anyways, thank you for joining our show. Happy Baby Friday, is it, finally? <laughs> baby Friday. I thought it was Friday, finally. I was telling everybody, hey, happy Friday. Finally and they're looking Friday. at me like I'm nuts. But that's because tomorrow is Veterans Day and lots of people have the day off tomorrow. Are you coming in or are you do. out celebrating? Robert is a veteran, actually. Memorializing. Don't disgrace veterans I like mean, maybe that. just oh. like, maybe just like Glenn's mother, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we learned Glenn Walker's mom was in the Air Force. Yeah. Barely. Barely, yes. Uh, that's quote right there by Glenn Walker himself. She oh, said once okay. she got pregnant with little Glenn, she had to leave. So that also, was the like, end of her service. Do you think like baby Glenn or like she had to leave? Came out crying. You think the military was she's just like, sorry, I gotta go. I'm having a kid. The military was just like, all right, cool, thanks. thanks. See ya. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> we'll ask Glenn about it on Tuesday. <laughs> I just like the idea of child Glenn Walker is like the, the His animated voice is probably always that the dude. animated spin-off like show of our show that we we didn't know that we definitely need. Like young Sheldon. Is it, yeah. Like, uh -huh. yeah. But wait, is it American Dad or maybe it's Family Guy where baby Peter is just Peter like a baby but with Peter's like adult yes. head on yes. it? <laughs> That's how I imagine Glenn came out, just like looking like an adult. <laughs> Full head of hair, <laughs> already had a deep voice. <laughs> Tell you what. Let me tell you something. <laughs> he was telling his mom. Yeah. <laughs> you know you're in the Air Force? Get on out. <laughs> you're done. Um, yesterday on our way to Brooklyn Avenue Pizza Company, we were on our phones look, looking at the live stream because you could not look away from this chase. Sky Five was over the scene as a dangerous chase across two local counties finally ended when police rammed the suspect's truck. It's definitely a moment we were all going, ah, no, ah, not the gas. During the chase, the drivers stole several vehicles. There's now a GoFundMe for one of them. I th there should be for two, that one too. That one should have a GoFundMe too. One of the craziest things we've ever seen. I know. Uh, scary encounter with the family. Amazingly, no one was seriously hurt. KTLA's Kimberly Chang was in Hacienda Heights with more on the wild pursuit. County Sheriff's deputies opened fire on a pursuit suspect in Hacienda Heights. Sky 5 captured the driver backing into a police cruiser before the chase ended at this gas station. The suspect was taken into custody with minor injuries. Earlier in the night, he was seen carjacking the truck in Whittier. He crashed through a gate as a family desperately tried to stop him. Andres Benita says the suspect went into their home to take the keys. Benitez pulled out a knife but was unable to stop him from getting away. I told him, like, you got to get out the house, man, or I'm going to have to stab you. And when I told him that, he put his hands up and he was just like, please, like, please. I just wanted to defend the house and the property, you know. That's the last thing I wanted was for him to do any damage. The only thing I wanted him to do was just get out, get off the house there. But no, man, he did way more damage. This was the second stolen vehicle he got away with that night. The chase started at 440 Wednesday when Fullerton police tried to stop a black Honda he was in for a traffic violation, but he took off. He later dumped the Honda in Anaheim before allegedly stealing a work van belonging to Elizabeth Reynolds' husband. They saw their van on TV. There was John's work van um, throwing sparks all across the street with the rear tires just completely destroyed. And it was it was wild. It was so surreal. Luckily, nobody was really seriously injured. Once the van lost a tire and overheated, he took off on foot and eventually ended up at the Whittier home. 
During the pursuit, he drove at speeds of 70 to 80 miles an hour, blew through red lights, drove on the wrong side of the road, and hit other cars. Deputies took him into custody at the gas station where it ended. Despite being shot at several times, he was able to walk on his own and into an ambulance. Kimberly Chang reporting an insane thing. You're right. We were wow. all in the car. I was driving. I wasn't watching. I just want to say. Oh, you were my mom watching. You were there. No, I wasn't. Rear-ended. <laughs> I did it. I was the end of the chase, actually. It was funny. No. We had one screen in the front, and then Bobby had the sound on, in yep. the back, so it was like we were watching real TV. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> It was great, and they weren't synced up either, yeah, so, no. but sometimes Sam's was ahead, and sometimes the boys were ahead, so Sam would see the thing, and then we'd have a pause oh! in the thing, and I could get back on the live stream. <laughs> that was really funny. And, uh, and the whole, like, um, the whole time, you know, obviously you were watching and and we weren't up, full disclosure, we weren't up on it. We were maybe last. We were maybe last. Yeah. At all the stations. Yeah. And we were so worried. You know, everybody in the newsroom's like, oh, what's going on? What are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. And finally we got up and then it was like there was still another hour of insane pursuit. Like, oh, we're gonna miss yeah. it, aren't we? And I'll tell you, it was one of those things where this moment, nothing this yeah. moment here where he just... stole he broke into the house, somehow got those keys and stole the car out of the driveway from those people's home. I was shocked, it was shocked. Out of control. When the driver walked away, got out of the car. They Two lit holes him in the up. side of the They lit him up. The you heard window, all the driver's in the, window. In the videos, yeah. And the other thing is that is like nothing unites Los Angeles like a chase. So much yeah. that when we got to Boyle Heights, when we got to the Brooklyn Avenue Pizza Co, we walked in and every television was, was tuned. On the, yeah, on was the tuned chase. to the chase. Yeah, that's great. And not because they knew KTLA was coming to shoot them. They were all just genuinely They were, they, well, you know, Cher, Appreciate it. Pedro, and Micah. Yep. Best. Micah, oh my gosh. Uh, Pedro too. Pedro's great, yeah. I know his mom's watching. She should be very proud. He did a great job. The thing is like people not, like out of, to out of towners, uh, transplants, They'll be like, they'll post something like this on their Instagram and be like, "This is the best part of LA. You got free entertainment no, or something like that." it's so scary. But I don't think I don't think that's not, this shouldn't be highlighted or like no, it I shouldn't agree. be something that's like you know put on a pedestal like, "Oh, this is a cool thing that LA is unique for." Yeah, it's like this is bad. This is not, not a good yeah. thing. Yeah. It's How so many different people are filing insurance claims today because of this person? <laughs> oh, I know. We were saying last night. It's crazy. Gil, Gil yeah. uh, Leva uh, overhead in Sky Five reacting to every single sideswipe like he personally was going to have to handle oh, all oh. of like, oh. <laughs> No, oh. but I mean, and, and I, I agree with you. You're right. Like we shouldn't, but but we. I, I'm first to admit we yeah. love watching it. I'll watch it. Uh, that poor family coming out with like a, a kitchen knife, trying to keep the the dog runs out. It's chaos. The, chaos. Uh, this one I think close to the level of the the pursuit with the RV many years ago. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah, what, yeah. The, that level of like insanity yeah, yeah. associated with it. But anyway. That one was wild with the dog jumping out of the window. Yeah, I think that the thing. the thing you could say, at least at this point, too, is it's like, you know, nobody was seriously injured. That's good. Yeah. But with the way that that person was driving, I mean, it could have been tragic. Meantime, Sheriff uh, Alex Villanueva is being investigated now by the LA County District Attorney's Office to determine if he violated campaign finance laws. A video obtained by the LA Times shows the sheriff asking deputies for donations to help him with his reelection bid. And if you want to help, Anything will help us get our message out there, get our ads online and on TV and our texting going on. So I'll leave it up to you. Any donation is great. 20 bucks, all the way up to 1500 bucks, your choice. And uh, I look forward to your support. Thank you. The video was sent to the department last week, but it is unclear who sent it. The sheriff says the union representing deputies was not funding his reelection campaign. He says it donated to his campaign four years ago and endorsed him this year, but did not contribute a significant amount of money. 
The Times says in 2018, the union donated more than $1 million to the sheriff's campaign. This year, it only contributed $1,500. State law and sheriff's department policy both prohibit an agency employee from soliciting political contributions from other employees. The sheriff says his campaign did not violate any laws. Interesting twist to this story. Gonna be interesting to see what happens, I'm sure. A newborn couldn't wait to enter the world. A mom gave birth on a local freeway. Happened around 9.30 last night on the eastbound 91 near the transition to the southbound 5 in Anaheim. The father says his wife told him her contractions were a few minutes apart and he needed her or he needed to pull over now. Oh. Like, no, the baby's coming out now. So I pulled over to the side. I got out of the car, came onto the passenger side, and all of a sudden the, the head was out and the oh, baby was wow. already here. Uh, we don't have a name yet. Is it a boy or a girl? It's a girl. How about Harbor? A... Yeah, Harbor. <laughs> Harbor 5. For Orange Thorpe. So is it, <laughs> what does he Shoot. consider a natural birth? Shoot. Yes, that is a, like a very fresh Placentia. baby. Wow. My goodness. Wow. Can we like re-white balance it? That is wild. Oh, the baby. Like baby, oh, baby, baby placentia. placentia. <laughs> uh, mom and baby eventually got to the hospital and both are doing fine. Placentia. Placentia. It was like, could not have been more perfect. Yeah. Of a, oh. Lemon. What are all the street names right there at the 91 and the 5? Just got it. You just got Ball Road. <laughs> Disney <laughs> Way. Disneyland Drive. Catella. Baby Catella. Cat for short. God, that's kind of sweet. <laughs> yeah. Our latest or Ella. Ella. Let's just keep Ella. going. No, forget yeah, the rest yeah, yeah. of the stories. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, I, I, I wish I knew Orange County like you guys do. Disneyland Drive. <laughs> we, we went there. Did you already say that yeah. one? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think Catella is really a good option. You get two Not nickname bad. options, at least for a middle name consideration. IHOP. The IHOP by the Catella. I feel like that's a very specific no. place. No? Ayers Hotel. Yeah. You want to go all the things you can see from. <laughs> There's got to be a Cheesecake Factory right there. Oh, well. H.O.B. Anaheim, baby! Maybe. Not anymore. Hey, the latest winter storm brought lots of fresh pow to Mammoth. 60 inches of snow came down 6-0. Wow. It's one of the biggest November snow totals on record in the eastern Sierra. This month is already the snowiest November of the last 10 years at Mammoth. Mammoth Mountain will be open top to bottom this weekend. Top to bottom. How about that? I, on my way to work, I could finally see snow. That little peak oh. of the mountain there, it's so pretty. I think it's so fascinating that we live in a place where we could, we could surf and snow. Uh, I was surfing and ski uh, all in one day. Um, fortunately, I've never done it. I know you got the mountains. Skiing is really expensive. You got expensive. the ocean. You got the city. Skiing is expensive. Yeah, this guy, he went there to REI, purchased a bunch of stuff for one day of skiing. Um, yes. So good for you. Yeah. <laughs> what else could be more in character for me than that, though? I mean, truly. <laughs> like, at least I'm consistent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Veterans Day is tomorrow, and Six Flags Magic Mountain is offering free admission magic. to all magic. Oh, I told my mom that you were requesting a photo, and she just sent one. Oh, oh cute. So we'll see you right magic. now. Yes. Right. Uh, do, do, do. Magic Mountain is offering Magic Mountain offering free admission to all veterans, active and retired. The limited time offer will be available tomorrow through Sunday. Members of the U.S. military will sing the national anthem when the park opens, and there will be an honorary swearing-in ceremony. Family members of veterans, active duty, or retired military personnel can also get four discounted park tickets for $20. The offer will include free parking and food discounts. All you need is a, a valid military ID. Tomorrow will be your last opportunity this year to visit a national park for free. More than 120 national parks will waive their entrance fee in honor of Veterans Day. The fees will be waived for every visitor, whether you're a veteran or not. The closest park to the bay, to the bay, to the Why? bay? 
to the Bay Area is Pinnacles this National must, Park. This must have followed like a, a San Kago, Francisco story or something. KG or K Kron? Kron? Is that our affiliate up there? Well, if you drive up to the Bay, make sure you don't turn right on a red in Berkeley. The city of Berkeley might prevent anyone from doing that. Mm, that really, this really groans. I know this really made you upset. Really you were so mad by this that you put a note in the rundown. This what is, is insane? You there's more than that. The Berkeley City Council recently approved an initial proposal to Get ban drivers from <laughs> what <laughs> word she used <laughs> from making right turns on a red light. The purpose is to protect pedestrians and bicyclists. Uh, the driver might not see when making that right turn. Totally understand that. Two Berkeley City Council members cited statistics from the 80s that found allowing right turns on red greatly increased collision incidents between drivers and pedestrians or cyclists. The proposed ban was moved into a budgetary category to be decided on at a later time. My problem is that a lot of people don't turn right on red when you are totally allowed to turn right on a red. And I find myself honking on behalf of the person in who is not going to honk, uh -huh. who is in front of me, yep, yep. to tell the person it is okay to turn right on red. So you did a little digging and found that New York City does not allow right on red. Mm -mm. And you figure these are all New York transplants mm -hmm. who come here and just sit there at a red light. Shouldn't be driving anyway. When they, well, they shouldn't be driving. But unfortunately, here's the other, the other side of that. I also read, and so it's a federal thing. I didn't know this. Like, red on red is a federally mandated thing, except for New York City. And they also say, just because you can turn right on red doesn't mean you have to turn right on red, which I personally, and maybe you agree with me, hmm. do not agree with. That is, it's <laughs> like, just so frustrating. When given the opportunity, if there's cars behind you, it is your civic duty Please go. to just check to make sure it's safe and yeah. go. Obviously like, check to make sure it's It's the difference safe. between like let, like law and principle. Because like the principle, like you want to, if a person merges behind you, you're not going to brake check them. You're going to probably speed up a little bit so they have a little more, more room to merge a little more comfortably mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. they're not feeling so anxious. I've, I've had that where I merge behind someone and suddenly they're braking and they mm -hmm. have all this space in front mm -hmm. of them. I'm like, well, what's the reason for that? And it's these people who, I, I don't know if they think it's the law, like they have to keep a car distance between the car in front of them. We saw it last night on the way to yeah. pizza. Yeah, exactly. But it's like the lack of principle. It's like the, pr the principle is you're being considerate uh, for your fellow driver that's behind you. Yeah. Um, laws aside, I mean, you follow the law, right? But laws aside, like that's not gonna prevent an accident by you keeping that distance, uh, at least a distance, uh, an accident with the car behind you, at least. Yeah, because so, if, yeah. if you do get hit, from behind, you, you you know have a little space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think this is Los Angeles, and I grew I up in a town that <laughs> I grew up in a town that is not nearly as populated. Palm Desert's pretty small, and maybe you're not always as stressed driving around in mm -hmm. that t small town, and you do have the space to leave room, and not everybody's like in a hurry to go somewhere. But that's the worst, the then they, opposite all, When those people come here, they yeah. continue to drive like that. Like nobody, like, no, oh no, 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 yeah. <laughs> like if you don't move, you're not gonna trigger the little circle that's on the light. You drive ever? No, I really don't care because I have a chauffeur that drives that's me right. everywhere. So. That's right. Yeah. Bobby's Doesn't also an me. extremely yeah. cautious driver. And the uh, to, to a fault. Light, <laughs> yes. To a fault. But I'd yet still rip your front bumper off somehow. Well, that was, um, a, that was a giant boulder's fault, not mine. The raccoon jumped out of nowhere. By the way, um, the the thing that I was thinking about when you're talking about that, though, is that the, you have the opposite problem in small towns, though, because people want to drive 30 miles an hour below the speed limit. Which, if you're going slow the enough, is, is when reverse. I go home now. That's what I mean. Like, oh my and my brother, my brother's like this too. Like my brother, I, I have no idea how he does it. He's got so much driving anxiety. Mm -hmm. You guys would get Bobby. along well, actually. Behind, no, 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 no. I aggression. Really, yeah. Let me see. Let me be clear. Bobby has no. This is way no, different. He has no aggression. No. When aggression or anxiety, you lost me up there a little bit. Uh, he's got no. like it gives him anxiety to drive because he's 
I, I don't know. He's aggressive. He's uh, not. He's not afraid of it. I know we use the term anxiety. But I'm saying right. he he gets behind the wheel and he becomes a, a little monster, and he screams and he says, "What are you doing?" And he tailgates and he honks and he holds on the horn and stuff oh. and. Just saying. Too many people with guns in their car the, for know. that kind of mm-hmm. behavior. We used Meanwhile, to do- Robert's getting uh. out of his car, confronting people. Yeah. I just say, hi, do you need a car to learn how to drive? <laughs> yeah. Here you go. That's true. <laughs> well, Samantha sometimes will just, as a joke, flip me off on the way home because, you know, <laughs> we drive up the same way. And somebody saw it. Sometimes, you know, we would always just like, we're driving mm-hmm. home, all of us see each we other, We told flip the each people there's a moratorium on this because the wrong dude people might see it. dude chased me. That's on you. I, I, Thanksgiving is him off. I flipped her off, but he, he thought was, it was, he was there. He thought it was you. It's a flipping. whole thing. Come on. Thanksgiving is just two weeks away. <laughs> Local utilities are asking people, take care when cleaning up after your meal. Andy, this was your tea, so I'm gonna let you go ahead. Oh, they're asking people to not shove everything down the sink. The Eastern Municipal Water District urges people to avoid emptying cooking grease and other oils into the kitchen sink. You should never do this. Yeah. Shove it down your throat instead. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Oh, right. They okay. recommend putting excess fats and oils in metal containers and tossing them in the trash. Or if you are trash like me, just save them for the next time. They also recommend putting food scraps in the trash or you could damage dishwashers and sewage lines. Don't dump. Don't dump. Don't dump. Quick break. When we come back, Robert is conducting an interview. No. He we is. All are. Right. And yeah, that we, should be enough to keep you watching. Yeah, totally. <laughs> We'll be back two minutes and 30 seconds. Could inflation be easing? The Consumer Price Index is the number we use to measure inflation, out with a new number today, currently stands at 7.7%, which is below expectations of 7.9%. Point two, everybody! Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that makes a huge difference. While it's only been a month, if the trend continues, we may see fewer interest rate hikes from the Fed. That would make it cheaper to borrow money, buy a house, take out a credit card, and will be uh, make you more likely to invest. The stock market jumped in the green today with the S&P raising 5%, Bitcoin recovering about 10% after yesterday's bloodbath, as you call it, Robert. Oh my goodness, it was a, it was a rough day, I, indeed. Uh, it was reported yesterday that a potential merger went sour between two of the world's largest crypto exchanges, being Binance and FTX. As a result, Bitcoin suffered a cascade of liquidations and dropped to 52-week lows. My heart sank. Bitcoin is now at price levels not seen since 2017. Will FTX fall into bankruptcy? Will this diminish trust in centralized exchanges? I don't know. Let's find out, though. Joining us now is Samson Mo, CEO of Jan3. It's a company paving the way in hyper-Bitcoinization uh, or the mass adoption of Bitcoin across the world. Hi, Samson. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, good, man. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing during this bloody week in the crypto sphere? I know lots of people are losing money. Are you <laughs> diamond hands over there or paper hands? How's it going? Tell us. I'm a hodler, so <laughs> most Bitcoin hodlers don't really care. The price will move up and down, but we're here for the long term. But right now, I'm in Argentina for the La Bitcoin conference that's happening this weekend. Oh, very cool. Um, I, I would love to hear more about that, but we do have to hop into the questions. Uh, are we witnessing? <laughs> are we witnessing the the Lehman the Lehman Brothers of crypto sink before our very eyes, uh, being FTX? Uh, you think they will suffer the same fate as we saw during uh, the 2008 housing crisis? 
Potentially. I mean, they're trying to raise $9.4 billion right now to bail themselves out, but I just can't see any investors touching that with a 10-foot pole. Um, it's going to be an uphill battle for them to get any money together, if at all. Um, wow. Um, and Andrew, I know you have a question here. I um, do. Yeah. I do. In the long term, will uh, the collapse in crypto exchanges lead, do you think, to more regulation, or will people uh, consider the asset, as Warren Buffett calls it, rat poison? <laughs> Well, I think it's important to make a distinction. There's Bitcoin and then there's everything else. So FTX sits firmly in the everything else bucket. They're in this mess because they printed their own token out of thin air, the FTT token, which they then use for collateral and they treated it as if it was valuable. And this is why we're in this mess. And this is also why we're going to have more and more of these because there are still many more companies that are building on top of these altcoins. They're just minted out of thin air and they're there, it's, there, it's not going to stop until suddenly we all go into Bitcoin and we just move to a Bitcoin standard. Basically, you can look at FTX and everything else as a casino. And these are all unlicensed securities that they're just dumping on the public. And there's no oversight. So, I mean, if regulators want to step in, I think they probably should. But the question is, how effective will that be? Because, you know, FTX are lobbying in DC, engaging with uh, politicians. They have photos out there with the CFTC. So none of these people can really see it coming from a mile away because these guys are so good at selling their story and making their 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 shit not stink. Yeah, yeah oh yeah. Um, we want <laughs> absolutely. But I do want to ask. You said something that was very important right there. You said these coin these these companies are minting coins out of thin air. So that's the, like the defining factor between uh, Bitcoin. And coins such as BNB, such as even um, USDC or even U, um, US Tether, which are all the coins that are kind of minted out of thin air. Uh, although they do say that some of these are backed by uh, one for one dollars. Um, is this is this true? Do you think Bitcoin is the only true cryptocurrency, or do you think some of these other coins tr truly have a chance in the future? Well, Bitcoin is in a league of its own. It is actually decentralized, it's permissionless, and it has all the properties of sound money. Basically, it's like digital gold. You can teleport it around the world. Um, you can verify it yourself on your own computer. But I would say there's a distinction between those other things you mentioned. There, so there are cryptocurrencies, and then there are stable coins. So stable coins are actually backed um, by dollar assets or dollar-denominated value. So USDT and the other stable coins, they actually have dollars invested in treasuries or similar types of assets. So what we are looking at now are things like FTT, um, uh, no, Ethereum, Dogecoin, and the likes of those. They're all minted out of thin air. And large, in large part, they're minted by, by companies, right? They say they're a foundation. They say they're a Swiss foundation and they're decentralized, but it's really just like a group of developers and business people running a project and marketing that project. So that is where the problem lies. And that, I think, is where regulators should crack down on. Interesting. So Gary Gensler, the head of the uh, Securities Exchange Commission, recently opened an investigation into FTX and their handling of consumer funds. He was warning investors to proceed with extreme caution when dealing with crypto exchanges. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I would say it's okay to use a crypto exchange, but don't leave your funds on the exchange. So in Bitcoin circles, we have a saying, not your keys, not your coins. And this is not a new lesson. This is a lesson learned from the collapse of Mt. Gox almost like a decade ago. So it's not something that people should need to be taught because if you're in this space, you should know this lesson. 
And a lot of people were caught with their pants down because they left large balances on FTX. They were drawn into FTX because they had all these attractive trading products and very novel instruments that people could bet on. But I guess they just uh, thought too highly of SPF and a lot of them are regretting it now for sure. Sam, fellow Sam here, question for you. If you're Tom Brady, what do you do? And uh, <laughs> is there an exchange you do trust? Well, I would say any exchange that's been through uh, a boom and bust cycle definitely is reliable. I'm a fan of Bitfinex. I like Kraken. Basically, all the older exchanges that are stable and have proven themselves to be responsible. Um, for, as for Tom Brady, I don't know. I think he invested the bulk of his fortune into FTX, yeah. 600 million. Yeah. And um, I, I don't know. I, I think he's in a pretty bad place right now. But if you look at the other investors in FTX, you have some pretty big names there. You have Sequoia, Temasek. You even have a the Canadian one of the Canadian teachers' pension funds, right? And again, like it goes back to early, my earlier point. They're all just enamored with people that do these types of things because that's their job to to make you feel that they are in charge, they're doing something innovative, and it's all the same. And it's easy to fall for that. So I would say the rule of thumb is, if there is an altcoin or a token involved, you should not invest into that. And that should save your life savings in the future. <laughs> so if you were approached, I know you worked with El Salvador, if you were approached by the US government today and they said, hey, we need help creating regulations, what would be maybe the first two things you would suggest? I would say treat Bitcoin in a class of its own. Bitcoin is just money and you should not try to regulate money. So if Bitcoin is digital gold, then you know, gold is gold. You shouldn't regulate people's gold holdings. It's just money. And I think that's critical to human civilization. Money is just an instrument by which we can trade and engage with one another. And now with the advent of Bitcoin, information is money and money is information. So if you want to regulate money, period, then you really need to build a very strong surveillance state. You need to ban VPNs. You need to search people regularly and track all of their movements in order to regulate that effectively. So don't touch Bitcoin. Regulate the cryptocurrencies. Everything that is printed out of thin air and claims to be decentralized, they're not. So you can definitely go after them. You know who they are, and they have very public faces that are marketing this to the public. What about other companies that have um, like revenues from other other streams? For instance, like Robinhood, they don't only make the revenue out of uh, uh, crypto trading. Neither does Cash App, uh, and apps such as the like. Um, do you believe these kind of apps are also trustworthy, or do you think you should run and transfer them to a cold storage wallet as soon as possible? Well, generally, I would say Cash App is fine. It's uh, it's spun up by Square, right? And they're big in the payment space. Robinhood is a regulated operator in the space, so they're reliable. FTX has always been a bit questionable. So in case you don't know, FTX was born out of Alameda Trading or Alameda Research. But that's a hedge fund or prop trading fund. I don't know if you guys watch the show Billions, but imagine Bobby Axelrod, he's uh, saying, I'm going to launch an exchange now. Would you want to trade on that exchange? Yeah, it's highly probably likely not. Him and his guys yeah. are going to trade against you <laughs> or use your funds, and that's exactly what they did. What, what sucks, uh, we have to wrap this up soon, dude, but what sucks a lot is I know Voyager was about to be uh, acquired by FTX, and now it's, it's in question whether that acquisition will, will happen at all. And all those people who were about to get some kind of I don't know, return, uh, pennies on their dollars. Disclosure, full disclosure. <laughs> yeah, full disclosure, I was caught with my pants down too. I had money on Voyager. <laughs> you want to know on Voyager yeah. if you can get your money back. Do you think this will have a long-standing effect on that acquisition? What's your thoughts? 
I would say it's going to be hard to imagine FTX following through with any of their previous obligations yeah. unless they've already closed. So you might be out of luck. <laughs> well, thank you so much for uh, speaking with us today. We truly <laughs> appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Oh, wow. Wow, fascinating. Yeah, All right. Samson. Yeah, great. Great stuff, Robert. Good deal. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, more Five Live right up ahead, including a Facebook check-in. Get your Facebook questions in. Sorry, Robert. I don't think that was the answer you wanted. Slash KTLA 5. Yeah, well, I'll continue being patient. I'm a hodler, too. I'll be here with my uh, diamond hands (laughs) as long as possible. Countdowns with a burp? No, I don't think so. There was no Three, active burp. Two. <laughs> One. It wasn't an active burp, but it was like definitely like clearing indigestion from yeah, yeah, for day old pizza. Facebook.com slash group slash KTLA Five Live is where you can go to comment to us, quips, questions, concerns. We love what to know what you're thinking inside that little cute little noggin of yours. So. Me? Yeah, all of you. <laughs> um, but a lot of you in the Facebook group are talking about our beautiful sunset today. It's ours Gorgeous. too. Five Live owns that our sunset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Southern artificially California. created. Yeah, you can uh, you can see the X bracing that they use with to what, put it Canva? there. With what Canva? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our free subscription to Canva. Mm-hmm. Hey, I pay twelve ninety nine a month. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Stop that immediately. That's <laughs> ridiculous. And neither of you, none of you, have used it once. No, I you used it once. Created a team account for us. I used it once, and it. There are better options. <laughs> well, now KTLA you make has stuff. one. Yeah, KTLA has one, and you do make we great do? stuff with it. Yes. Yeah. Mark, how, what are we doing? A certain amount doing? of people can be on it. Also, what how do you, are so we, we have, doing? We still have our own. We got rid of our all the design people who work here, apparently. That's so what I paid for once I got rid of Final Cut, and I still, I can't figure it out enough to do California Living. Okay, so back to the show. <laughs> An 82-foot-tall 82 Norway spruce is going to the big city where it will make the well, be welcomed at Rockefeller Center. This is a 14-ton tree in Queensbury, New York. Right now, the tree, estimated to be more than 85 years old, is making its trek to Manhattan, 200 miles. Once in place, it will be covered with more than 50,000 LED lights. This year's lighting ceremony will take place Wednesday, November 30th. And hopefully it's not the disaster that was, was it 2020? And people were like, well, this is the most oh, the ugly, 2020 yeah, tree. The, the tree that Remember was all like, like missing branches. And they're like, the no, that's tree. how it's supposed to look. I also was, <laughs> they just filled it with huge bulbs. <laughs> was reminded of the time where the kid got up, th- climbed up the very tall oh. tree. Do you remember this, Robert? We called the, the and we reporter. Called, we called Spokane. Spokane. Uh huh. Spokane. Spokane. They weren't happy with our conversation. I said it wrong. And <laughs> and we interviewed the reporter about why that kid gets stuck up in the tree. I said, "What was that kid doing? What's this, what's Do you this remember, kid's problem?" Do you remember the story, Bobby? No. A child climbed up into a tree. They had to get the fire department involved to get the kid down from a tree. Mm-hmm. And the story was, he does this a lot. <laughs> he did it again. Yeah, he had done it before. So we called the reporter in Spokane and said, what's the deal what with this kid? What is happening with this? And she, well, we at the moment are unsure of the child's like very motivation. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and then, then they tweeted about it. The, so. d- the digital director said a very strange <laughs> show from Los Angeles <laughs> just interviewed one of our reporters. <laughs> a very strange uh, show. Yeah. They were oh, not complimentary. No, no, they weren't happy with oh, that. that a big part of it though was it was very impromptu. Impromptu because uh, we just called them on yes, our air. Nothing, nothing and ever happens like that. No, we didn't actually. You, you didn't did just, you did I you email them, them beforehand? And I, you were like, I hey, set that up. 
up. I set it up in the break, and I, I called them, and, and, oh, and right. they they had, <laughs> had to. Break. I called the assignment desk. They had to patch me through to the reporter. I said, oh, "Can guys. we talk to her on air?" Big news. Numbers are in. Uh oh. LA County has released an updated count. Do we have a new mayor? Of course we no, do. No, the lead has oh. been closed, uh, tightened. <laughs> Hold on, we're connecting to Apple TV One. Well, we have yeah, a new mayor. Password. We have a new mayor regardless, so sorry. Well, to, we will, yes. Yeah, yeah, technically, yeah, yeah. We, but, someone knows. Uh, Los Angeles City General Municipal Election mayor results are as follows. Rick Caruso with 273,941 votes. Oh, goodness. Karen Bass. 271,246 votes. What's so it was 600, very 600, 600 vote difference right there. Yeah, very close. A little more than that, but yes. Yeah. Uh, it was 51 to 48 percent. 700. No, now, yeah, you're right. 700, 704 vote difference. Wild. This is Wait. that's like me trying to calculate how much uh, taxes no. get taken out of my. <laughs> what is the? Just go what with fifty percent. Two hundred seventy-one thousand to two hundred seventy-three thousand. Yes. At, at present, and we know these are all going to change. Basically, two hundred seventy-four thousand. This yeah. is a surprise though, because remember we were told we were looking at the schedule yesterday that they weren't going to have an update for us until yes. Friday. Yeah. So that makes me wonder: is this is this our Friday update, or because are we going to have another tomorrow. one? I wonder oh, if that's why. Yeah. Yeah. But Rick Crusoe yeah. leads by however many hundreds of votes. Uh, like. The gap is closing. 2,000 votes. 49.75% for Congresswoman Karen Bass. And as we told you yesterday, um, Let's scroll to the top. A, lo a lot of the conversations about the national picture, at least, were that early voting generally favors Democrats. Obviously, both of them are Democrats, though you, know, you can make an argument one way or the other about Caruso and his history. But I wonder, you know, we saw she was leading at first, then he was leading, mm -hmm. she was leading, he was leading, then for the past two days, he was yeah. been up by 12,000 votes. And, and I'm just curious because I think when they release these numbers, we don't know if they are early voters, if they are mail-in ballot, if they are uh, election machine votes. We don't know. Sam's votes still hasn't been counted. Still hasn't been counted. Uh, ballot distribution, according to the website here, I don't know if you want to take that again, Robert, but about 68% right now are vote-by-mail ballots. 32% are vote-center ballots. Oh, and that's coming. That's going up, so that's good. The voter turnout is not... That, that number changes based on the counting of the votes. Sure. That's good. I thought that when we had first started talking about this, that only 17% of the pop, the people who here actually voted. Is there anything else you'd like to check on the LA County registrars? Is, did we update the sheriff's race at all? Oh, let's check. If we go back to the top here, we can type this in. Sheriff? Uh, no. Nueva is still... Trailing. Big time. Yep. Yep. 42%. Yeah. Robert Luna, I wonder, 57%. I wonder when they're going to call that. Like when, Because obviously it's way further spread than... Karen Bass than, and Rick yeah, Russo. Right. Well, that's it. That's your update. Hertzberg and Horvath for board of supervisors. That's about, Ooh, what, a 1,500 vote difference? We have that up here too, Robert. Bob Hertzberg versus Lindsay mm -hmm. Horvath here. 50.28% to 49.72% for the board of supervisors. We'll keep an eye on it. Don't know when we're getting our next, like you said, is this our Friday or are we yeah. doing another count tomorrow? That's what you got. A new popular, uh, oh, a popular saying is that money can't buy you happiness, but new research suggests that's wrong. Yay! <laughs> a study published in the journal PNAS suggests. <laughs> that's the name is of the journal? Is that real? <laughs> <laughs> I Googled it. I Googled it. Relax. Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. All right. Money will okay, make people happy for about six months. 
Hugh is celebrating a 10th birthday today. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> researchers arranged out $10,000 donated to 100 people of various incomes around the world. Participants were told to spend the money in three months. Those who did reported higher levels of happiness over a control group that did not receive any money. Go figure. After what three the? more months passed, those who got the money still reported higher levels of happiness than when the experiment first started. But those households, incomes over $123,000, didn't have any improvement. So 123K seems to be the baseline for happiness. Which is both weird and also kind of happy. On like, you in a way, it's like that's something to shoot for because that means if you make $123,000 someday, mm -hmm. then like you're just going to be happy forever and you won't mm -hmm. care about money anymore. Wouldn't that be nice? Would be so nice. nice. Got a long way to go. Yeah, wow. Well, wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> yeah. How much? And what did you find in your jacket pocket? Uh, yeah. Twenty bucks. Not fifteen minutes ago. I did just yeah. find twenty dollars in my jacket pocket. Just there. Just Probably washed. Up there. Dry cleaned. It was yeah. dry cleaned. It's a. It's a crisp. It's a ring. It needs to steam. If I were to find that, I'd be like, oh, thank God, I could sustain myself for another week. <laughs> two more orders. <laughs> or like, how do you even notice? Like, it went missing somehow. Like, he, he didn't notice. He, yeah, that's why he didn't notice. Like, <laughs> I, I would be stressing. Like, where is that? The extra yeah. twenty. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not because. Believe me, it's not because there's a lot of it. It's just because I have such terrible short-term memory. It's like I truly like lose more things than I ever. Is that you why guys your have phone been background out. is the clownfish, like Marlin from <laughs> Finding Nemo. Yeah. <laughs> reminds me to take my, <laughs> crush my pearls and You're eat them. You're the dory to your oh, marlin. Oh my god. Yes. Hey, Gmail is making it easier to track packages with a new feature that shows delivery details right in your inbox. Never leave another Google product ever again. Soon when you get an email with a tracking number, Gmail will show the date the package will arrive right under the subject line. Oh. When you open the email, you'll see a summary of the order, including important details like label created, arriving tomorrow, or delivered today. Google says the feature will work with most U.S. shipping carriers, and you have the option to opt in or out. If a package is delayed, Gmail will show that info at the top of your inbox. I, love I was that. just thinking, yeah, like, I love handy. that. Maybe our, maybe we could like switch to that company-wide. Yeah. Company wide. Yeah. For everyone have Gmail. I wish we had Outlook. Yes. I wish we would oh, switch oh, to oh, the oh, Gmail. Oh, 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 Teams. Yeah. What you mean. Forget it. Outlook. Yeah. No thanks. <clears throat> For some people, deciding what to make for dinner can be a challenge. Now there's a way to decide what to cook with the push of a button. It's called the Unplan button from Swedish grocery delivery service Kaval. When the button is pressed, a random recipe is selected and all the ingredients are delivered by bike in 10 minutes. Well, this is clearly not in LA. <laughs> yeah, the company <laughs> says the feature is meant to help people who have decision fatigue. <laughs> Can I get this in a few different <laughs> decision-making yeah. buttons? All right now, the program is in a pilot phase for a limited time in Scandinavia. Yep, was the is. bicycling the first thing? <laughs> no, that it was the <laughs> or was it the Swedish delivery service? Yeah. Kaval. Cool. I thought an interesting way to describe Brooklyn Avenue Pizza Company was if you can't decide what to eat, just go there. Because if you want oh, seafood, you got your pizza yeah. with shrimp on it. You want Mexican food, you get your mole pizza. You want Italian food? Just get a regular pizza. That's right. And if you want a sandwich, shut up. <laughs> fold your <laughs> fold your pizza. Yeah, there you go. It's so good. You'll see it tomorrow. Hey, Zoom and Tesla are teaming up to bring video conferencing into the car. Great. The new feature was announced <laughs> at this week's Zoomtopia. Zoomtopia. That's the company's yearly product announcement. We're gonna try everything. Oh. Uh, it's Zoomtopia. Isn't that the song? Sure. I don't know. Is this Shakira song? This seems um, dumb. Was that from Zootopia? Is yeah, that what sure. I'm thinking about correctly? I Why saw it on an airplane one time. It's a good movie. The, What's dumb that they this. that they're integrating? Remember, Zoom? remember when they were like, "Oh, we're gonna put games in the car," and yeah. everybody like just dumped on them for like two weeks. 
Now I'm being like, oh, we're going to put FaceTime. Another yeah. reason to not look at the road. No, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. So so now you're going to be able to, to, there's no excuse for you not to be able to be on that Zoom work meeting. Yeah, yeah. Because if you have a Tesla, uh, you can use a camera near the rearview mirror. That's what it uses. And then the giant touchscreen in the middle of the dashboard. Um, Rich apparently talks about how useful the Tesla is as a remote office since there's no idling. And I'm not sure he's just saying that so he can write it off, but there it is. <laughs> he, he, gets uh, his, um, he bought a steering wheel desk, by the way, which you're looking at there. Now, obviously, the future only works in park, though. The question is, will it be better than using a laptop or phone to take those meetings on the go? And um, funny, this is the place, I have never worked somewhere uh, where I have, we've had less meetings. We have one every day at 11. We used well, to. We don't do that well, one anymore. We do. It's not even on my calendar oh, anymore. Yes, I it is. Yeah, we're all it is. busy sure. at that time. Yeah, we're all busy at that Still time. Still on my calendar. But some of us are on our Pelotons. Some of us are I'm writing, fish. I'm writing. I'm writing really important stories about Scandinavian delivery services. Was that your story? Yeah. That's pretty good. It was a well-written story. It was really well-written. It's almost like you're a veteran in the news industry. And I know. <laughs> what are you doing on this show? Seconds. I know. You know what? I need to go talk to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming up after the break, an unusual attempt to bring a gun on a plane and the Facebook check-in. Mm. Wow, it's so pretty outside. It was gorgeous. An unusual attempt to bring a gun on board a plane, as opposed to the tried and true method, I guess. <laughs> the TSA is releasing this picture. Uh, they say a passenger stuffed the gun inside a raw chicken. Wow. It was discovered by agents really at a security checkpoint. At. It looks like yeah. a tamale, kind of, or like a... I just like, like oh, no. the idea of a person being like, no, 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 a raw chicken. That yeah. won't this attract will, any attention. off. No one will check my raw chicken. Yeah. This was discovered by agents at a security security checkpoint at the Fort Lauderdale airport okay, where, well. where they'll you know, they'll just let you walk in with a gun. Any gun at Fort yeah. Lauderdale, yeah. The passenger was heading to Haiti. TSA agents have confiscated a record number of guns at Florida airport checkpoints this year. More than 700. They say nearly all of them were loaded. Well, Passengers can not only Wayne be arrested, Michaels. they face a fine of nearly $14,000. All guns and ammunition must be packed in checked luggage. Oh, there good. you go. Just shoot somebody when you get there. Can you just oh wait? Oh my gosh. Can you just can you wait just, to can we get do a there quick to free do a murder? Ad because, Robert, I feel like you're a fan of the. Look how beautiful it is in Hollywood Thank you. right now. I have been moisturized. I I, I, that was a lie. That was a lie. Oh, I have uh, not been moisturizing? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. The, your skin looks great. The, um, <laughs> no, the, I know you're lying. <laughs> the thing about this next story, I feel like you love these, but you would not like this flavor. Uh, it's peppermint, I guarantee it. Here's your free, <laughs> free ad. ad. Send us up. Oh, yep. What, what did I guess? Yep, Wendy's is adding a holiday-themed Frosty to the menu for the first time ever. Beginning next Tuesday, Wendy's will sell a peppermint Frosty. Peppermint is only its third new Frosty flavors sold in the U.S. in 16 years. The peppermint frosty replaces Ooh. the strawberry one that launched. I 
Haven't tried it yet. I'm so mad. I love strawberry ice cream. Uh, strawberry Frosty sold so well. Yes, I want to try it. There's a Wendy's like within. But I think it's gone. Isn't that what they're saying? The strawberry Frosty sold so well. The company's fast tracked its plans for another new flavor. I see. And that's peppermint. Yeah. Mm. But I want to try the strawberry you, one. You know where they got a pretty good strawberry shake? No. Clark Street Diner. That's true. You guys like it more than I. You guys like that I order it more than I think I like it. Because it gets a little sidecar and we can drink it. We all three of you drink the big boy shakes. Yeah, you didn't. Three of us just only came that one time. That one time. That's because they liked you. They were like, "Listen, this is for you. This is special." In the Facebook check, are you going to connect? Am I not connected? No. Oh no, I'm sorry. We start with a comment from Mati Vasquez, and all it is is an eye roll. So I don't know what we did two hours ago to deserve an eye roll. We weren't there. I think that's not for us. It was Glenn. It was Glenn at three o'clock. Oh no! It was whatever was going on. All right. Here uh, you go. Blake says today's opening was my favorite. Short and to the point. <laughs> For once. <laughs> Cat says. The sun looks crazy behind you guys. Earth shattering. Yeah. Why is it? <laughs> oh, oh, I see. I understand. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. I was goodness. like, did we break? <laughs> oh, okay. So this one we're gonna check on. Uh, we'll get back to you. Okay. Let's see. Tiffany says. Such a pretty background, y'all. So pretty. Teletubbies. Oh, Kristen noticed it as well. Looks, looks like a raw egg. Uh, Kristen says, on the car chase. Growing up in Hacienda Heights as a high school partier of ages 14, 15, I regularly scored beer at the Mobile Mart with my parents' mobile gas card. Oops, I also bought my very first Twinkie there. Ah, <laughs> Bobby, you were watching <laughs> going, oh my gosh, that's my, oh, I know that street, oh, I know that mm -hmm. street. Crazy. I warned no one. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. In fact, you said run into the yeah. middle of the yeah. street right <laughs> no. now. I said, hey, you should go look at the moon right now. Go outside. <laughs> Just stare up. The moon was pretty impressive. Look yeah. Just don't look at don't your look surroundings down. at all. Put your hands in your ears like yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, Jane, I love this comment. Jane says, I worked in Anaheim for 16 years a couple decades ago. A woman who grew up there was a docent at the Anaheim Museum said, one of the city engineers working on a new road asked two little girls playing nearby for their names. They were Kate and Ella, hence Catella. Wow. Love that yes. comment. So we, did you learn something. We not only learned something, but we, we, we inadvertently arrived at that same sort yeah. of pretty name. Yeah. Yes. And, um, Paul fact checked it, named after Kate and Ella Ray, daughters of prominent Anaheim rancher. Cool. Yeah, that's so that's cool. That's pretty neat. Uh, right on red is such a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> I know, Kristen, me too. I'm just going to get through some of these. Cat Lion says. Living in San Fran for 20 years, and I had started driving in the city at 16. I could tell people who didn't know how to drive in the city. One clue was not turning right on red. Also, driving with a stick shift in San Francisco, scariest thing ever done. Because of the hills. Because these hills. Yeah, going back. Robert Underly says in Temecula, there's no problem with people not turning on red. The problem is people not stopping on red. Oh. Mm. Mm. And speaking mm. of red, Annette loves the red today, looking very Christmassy. Yes, thank you. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. We found out the difference between tartan and plaid today. Glendora High School, go tartans. We're Robert, not going to tell you, though, because <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, tartans uh, associated tartans with the clan. The this craziest chase was the stolen tank in San Diego in 1995. Oh man, old school. Oh, is that is that Andy's laundering music? his money? Is that loud music to make us stop? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, well, we still have another minute. You're laundering your money. Get it? Yeah, I did. It's I very it funny. funny. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Robert. I thought it was very funny. Underly. It's just getting louder. Uh, Cat says, I, always, I, always, uh, I always find uh, cigarettes somewhere in jackets I haven't worn in a while. It's a happy surprise. Aren't you worried it was washed? 
And last but certainly not least, Samuel Nation says, watching you is exactly what I enjoy, a nice fall sunset. Oh, that yeah. is what happiness nice. can buy. A free online streaming talk news cheese show. $123,000. That's yep. it right there. What, a, what an amount. Bye. 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 Bye.